time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Glad you're with us for another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. You can find Glenn in Greensboro in his office on Muir's Chapel Road and online at greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Well, Glenn, last week on the program, we talked a lot about the coronavirus and the fallout and, you know, what your reaction has been as a business owner and how you've been taking care of your clients and folks who are seeking to get a financial plan in place. And I did mention one one little item that I had a lot of family members calling me during the downfall of the market looking for advice and seeking advice. And so it got us thinking one topic that would be great to address on our podcast is that issue of seeking advice uh, from those who you probably trust deeply. But sometimes we seek advice and people are willing to give us that advice and they have the best of intentions, but often they give us bad advice. And so we want to explore some of the areas where we're likely to seek that advice and where we see it go wrong from time to time. And first example, I think Glenn is the easiest one, and that's what happened to me. Family members were reaching out to another family member to try and get some financial advice. And just because they know I play a financial advisor on the radio and in podcasting, <laughs> but I obviously don't have those actual credentials. That's why we talk to you each week on this show. And so, but it was interesting how that gave me credibility uh, deeply in their eyes, and they were looking for me to give them direction on their life savings. It was kind of a scary time for them, but it was for me too. And uh, I had the wherewithal to realize that, but I think a lot of other family members probably don't. No, you're right, Walter, and and that's that's a very typical response. You know, you go and and lean on people that you trust, and and you know, oftentimes those those are family members, and you kind of say, well, what have you been doing, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. There's a number of challenges, right? And one of the first ones is is that you know, unless that family member is a you know is a financial professional and understands all the different um, you know options and and uh, you know and, and different products and and strategies and things like that that are out there. Um, they may not be prepared to really, you know, give you the, you know, the proper advice. And secondly, you know, more often than not, what ends up happening is, is that, you know, when those kind of conversations start to happen, you know, one family member will share with the other one, well, this is what I've done. Right. And so then sometimes then, then, then the leap, you know, comes in to say, well, if that's what you've done, that's maybe that's what I should do too. And the challenge is, is that, your situations may be significantly different from one another. You you may not be the same age and have the same you know needs, or maybe you are the same age, but maybe you don't have the the you know, the same resources or the same goals. And so you know all of those variables you know can create a scenario where and and do create scenarios where there's no such thing as a one size fits all. And so just because what might be right for one person may not be right for the other. And so you got to really be careful at you know as to you know who are you listening to and why are you listening to them? You know, it's not that it's a bad thing to reach out and have that conversation, but, you know, to be really, you know, be basing your decisions on what somebody else has done, albeit that, you know, a family member or a trusted friend or colleague, it's good to understand what they're doing, but you really need to understand whether or not it translates into your situation because your situation may not be the same. And that's where the, you know, the, the rubber meets the road, so to speak, because, you know, you, if you start taking actions and, and doing things that others have done, but it's not really the right prescription for you, then, you know, then you're not in a good place. It's kind of like going to the doctor and, you know, say, well, I won't need 
need to go to the doctor because, you know, I know somebody that went to the doctor and this is what they told them to do. Well, you may not have the same situation or the same condition, you know, or, or the same symptoms or anything like that. But if you end up, if you end up doing the same thing, you may not end up with, you know, being healthy if you don't go see the doctor and, and, and look for you know, somebody who's a professional that, that can give you that, that advice for your particular situation. Yeah, you it's, with me, Walter? it's a great point. Yeah, because it might be, uh, oh, yeah, I sold everything today and I'm going to I'm going to buy right back in tomorrow. And uh, uh, and I leave out the detail that that's with my fun money. Oh, but yeah, with the money I need for retirement, I'm not I'm not touching that. I'm letting that be, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to sell all that right at this moment. But if I leave out that minor detail or they don't have that context, then they're not getting the full picture. And it works in the reverse, too. Like, I don't, okay, you're asking me what to do with your IRA money, but I don't know what your 401k looks like. I don't know anything about your pensions and your social security amounts. And I don't know anything about your budget. There's so many unknowns. How can I give you great solid advice on one little chunk of the plan if I don't understand how the rest of it works all together? And uh, that's certainly a common thread through all of these examples, but I think people are particularly uh, vulnerable to that when it comes to family because that trust is so firm and in place, we often forget about some of the common sense that enters the equation. Uh, Now, the dynamic changes a little bit, but I think when people seek out advice from friends— Again, a trusted source and probably folks that definitely want to help you. But the reason that that runs off the rails sometimes is a little bit different. No, well, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, it's like you say, it's a similar dynamic. Again, I mean, sometimes folks have, you know, have closer relationships with friends than they do family. Um, sometimes they think, well, you know, hey, they, this is somebody who's a peer of mine and, you know, they're, they're a similar age. And but, you know. Typically, I mean, most folks are not going to share all the, you know, even if you're really, really, really close friends, I mean, you're not sharing all of your details of all of your finances with each other. I mean, that's just that people don't really do that. Yet at the same time, it's like when, when somebody says, well, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, if you think, well, gosh, and I really respect them and I think a lot of them and, you know, they they seem to be doing all right. Well, maybe I should do that, too. Well, again, you don't it's you have the whole picture. And does their picture look like your picture? And it might seem like it. You might be living in a similar neighborhood or maybe even the same neighborhood. You you know, your, your kids might be going to the same schools and, you know, and, and your lifestyles may seem similar and, or, you know, and, and very much alike. But at the same time, you, there's not all of the pieces of your puzzle or you know, look like you know, your friends. And, and so, you know, your financial life is, is different than theirs and, and your objectives over time, you know, may be different from theirs. So you, you really got to be, be aware and be, and be cautious about you know, saying, well, just because so-and-so did it, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the right thing for you to do. That's a great point too. So we have family, friends, and now our friends, the CPAs, and uh, a lot of people seek financial guidance from their CPA. That's probably the financial professional that they have the most contact with and maybe have had the longest relationship with, Glenn. So seems like a wise choice to go and seek advice from a CPA. And often, I mean, the, the, you're, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, pe- people tend to do that. And some CPAs are licensed as a tax professional and also in a, as, a, you know, as a financial advisor or, or, you know, that kind of thing. More often than not, though, that's not really the case. More often than not, you know, the CPA is, is a tax professional. It doesn't mean that they don't understand some other financial products and uh, other investments and, and that kind of thing. But again, it's like if they're not, that's not their, where their, their expertise is and that's not where their, their licensing is, is, you know, you have to be careful because, you know, they, they're looking at it from a certain perspective, you know, from, from the tax perspective of what they think your entire picture might, might look like. 
um, but also in terms of just kind of their own their own personal views and their po- own personal opinions, you know. And and so it's you know what I would always suggest to folks is is that you know if you have a CPA, I mean that you really trust. I mean that's a great thing, but the you know in terms of taking is you know financial advice, um, you know, in all aspects of your finances, I think it would probably make more sense to to think in terms of you know, making sure that if you're working with somebody like that, and you also, you're either already working with, uh, you know, with, with another financial advisor, or you're thinking about it, you know, try to see if you can have those two have a conversation or, you know, you know, make, make sure they're on the same page. And so one understands what the other is doing. And, and oftentimes, you know, one can give some insight to the other as to, you know, what, you know, what one person is un, un, unaware of. For instance, you know, a, a financial professional might, might be able to, to explain a reason why they're making a certain, you know, recommendation to the client, whereas a CPA, if they didn't hear that explanation, they wouldn't necessarily understand why. And they might I say, well, hey, I don't think that's a good idea, you know, or, or you know, and, and that kind of thing. So it's you want to make sure that they're that they're on the same page and come and looking at it from all from all sides. And that's a little bit tricky because a lot of times for those types of uh, financial professionals don't necessarily have the time or the inclination to have those types of conversations. So it's kind of a unique situation occasionally. I mean, we're fortunate in that we have a CPA in our office so that that, that, that conversation you know, becomes very easy. And it's very easy to be able to talk you know, with our clients you know, along with the CPA or the CPA being part of the process, or if it's a tax preparation issue, then the CPA is, you know, is working on that, but they might have some questions about, hey, well, what, you know, what happened here? And, you know, what's, what, what's the plan, you know, going to be going forward so that, you know, that we're making sure that they're, they're, they're getting a more holistic, you know, advice and a, and a holistic picture going forward so that their, that their plan makes sense from all different perspectives. Well, we've covered a lot, family, friends, CPAs, all places people seek guidance from, but we have to be careful because those folks have the best intentions for us, but often uh, will give bad advice. This last one, Glenn, mm, I think we could make an argument that sometimes even the best intentions aren't actually intended here, um, but, but let's pretend for a moment that they are good intentions, but maybe still some bad advice. What about when people seek guidance from financial experts in the media, and I guess we have to kind of lump ourselves into this since a podcast is, you know, kind of part of the media in a way here. Um, but of sure. course, we're also talking like TV and radio personalities, and you know, all the different places. Uh, social media, we can throw that in as well, where people portend to be experts. And uh, what do you think of the advice that those folks are giving out, and should people follow it or not? Right. Well, I mean, Walter, you, again, you have to be very careful, and and you know, we've talked about this one, you know, in in past podcasts, you know. The challenge that's out there with most of the, the quote unquote experts that are in the media are that there is an awful lot of one size fits all advice that goes out there. And the other thing is, is you have to be aware of is, is that from what perspective are they coming? You know, I mean, some of the bigger radio shows and things like that, you know, they will give they give particular advice about, you know, insurance products or this or that, you know, and and, um, you know, or they, they make a suggestion about this, you know, making sure that you're investing here or taking and using a Roth or a traditional IRA or or whatever the case may be. And again, you got to be really careful because some of those things may or may not apply to you. But you also have to look at, you know, 
to whom are you listening? It's like if you're listening to a radio show that is is being you know paid for by advertisers, you know, well, who are those advertisers and what are they promoting? And you know, is 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 that kind of skewing the way that that show is going? Right? You can see the same thing on TV and the financial networks. You know, constantly have interviews with you know with this person from this firm and that person from that firm, and you know, you have to wonder. It's like, okay, well, you know, are they coming at this from what's going to be the best advice? from the listeners or the viewers, or are they looking at it's like, you know, hey, from they're representing XYZ firm, and maybe, you know, if in what they're coming out there to tell you is, is going to be beneficial to XYZ firm, you know, it may not, it may or may not really apply to your particular situation. And maybe it does, but maybe in a slightly different way. So you have to really be looking at does, you know, is the advice that I'm that I'm getting from these, you know, or what I'm hearing in the media, is that really specific to me? Don't take it such that Glenn is saying, well, you never listen to those folks. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that you don't necessarily just take action on what you've heard, you know, in, on, a, on a radio show or on a TV. It says, you know, you, you want to say, okay, well, hmm, that, that maybe makes a little bit of sense. And, and that may sound like a really good idea. Let me see if that fits into my overall plan. And that's where you bring, you know, you bring that to your advisor and, and then you all talk about it. And, and there might be ways that it might make sense to implement that to some degree, or there might be reasons why, you know what, this, you know, this is not necessarily bad advice, but it's bad advice for you. It might be really good advice for somebody else who's in a different situation. So you have to, again, just have to be, you know, careful to whom are you listening and, and, you know, do they have your best intentions in place? And, and then beyond that, even if they do, are they looking at all of the all of the aspects of your particular situation? And, and do they have all the facts to be able to give you that advice? Or is there something else that, that needs to be there that needs to be a little bit more personalized for your particular situation? And that's what I was always encourage folks to do. And ultimately, that was my guidance to those family members was don't touch anything. Don't take any action off of what somebody down the street told you or, you know, even what I should tell you. Well, I said, actually, technically, what I should tell you should count for a little bit more than the person down the street. (laughs) But my advice was go talk to a financial advisor. You've got to talk to somebody who can put all of this in perspective for you, look at the full picture, and make sure that you're well prepared. And I am happy to report that a few of those family members took that guidance, took that advice. And I'll tell you what, Glenn, um, one in particular thought they would never be able to retire. They've now set their retirement date through this coronavirus pandemic. They found out that they were in a lot better shape than they thought they were. And uh, even, even with the market downturn and having to absorb some of that impact, they were in great shape already, so uh, they're ecstatic <laughs> through all of this that that's right. going to be the case. And it's so I'm sure that there would be a hundred stories like that if we polled you know a hundred folks on this show uh, of you know kind of what their experiences have been as they prepared for retirement and their financial futures. A lot of people end up being in better shape than they thought. So that's uh, that's yeah. and that peace of mind you can't really uh, you can't really make that up or, or trade anything for that. That's so valuable to so many people. So. I mean, you know, in, in that kind of a scenario, it's like sometimes folks have, you know, it's like one of the biggest questions is, is, you know, do I have enough to retire? And sometimes folks just don't think that they do. And sometimes the, if they're in that position and they don't think that they do, but they actually do. However, 
They may need to, you know, to kind of position things for where they are in life. And when, what I mean by that is, is that if you're transitioning from the accumulation phase, you know, into the preservation and distribution phase, you know, you, you may need, need to be thinking in terms of, you know, positioning your assets in a little different way. You may still have enough, you know, even, even with what has happened, but, you know, it might not be that way if you, you know, if you stay in the, in the, in, you know, in a mindset of I'm in the accumulation versus uh, preservation and distribution. And, and there's times when repositioning things, you know, can now say, okay, well, you, you've built a solid base. Now you have a foundation that you can retire on versus it's not necessarily just how much value is in the account. It's also how much value is in the account. But in addition to that, how is it positioned? And do you have some stability? Do you have reliable income? Do you know, you know, where, you know, how, what your tax plan is going to look like? What your income plan is going to look like? What, you know, what are going to be your hedges for long-term care? There might be enough assets and value there to be able to do that, but you may not have the, the right mix in your portfolio to achieve that at this time. And that might be where that planning process comes into play. That's so fantastic, Glenn. And uh, all it takes is a conversation and you can get your financial uh, elements put into place and get great perspective on your current situation and how well prepared you are for the future. If you'd like to have that conversation with Glenn Mosseller, uh, he's still operating out of his office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road, but you can also meet remotely as well with a video conference call. Uh, that's the way some of uh, my family members have had to go that route, Glenn, during this time. And, uh, and it, it worked out just fine for them. So uh, even the least technologically savvy among them was able to do a Zoom call and make things work just fine. So no fears there. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can do so by going to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Look at the bottom of the page. You'll see a free consultation button that you can click on. And you can also call Glenn directly at 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. That'll do it for this podcast, but we'll have another episode coming at you next week. Glenn, until then, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Walter. Take care. Stay safe. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast.